Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that everyone had a good weekend. I pray you had a good week. Thank God today, the day that the Lord has made, we rejoice and be glad in him. Amen. And I just thank God for y'all. And also... No, we um, distractions may come, but through it all, keep pressing. And you know, I, I learned something new today. And what I learned that we have to learn to rest in the Lord. And I didn't understand how to rest. And it's something that I'm practicing. And resting in the Lord is when you've done all that you can do, um, 
fast, you pray, you cried, you worship, you praise, you done your part, you worked out the numbers, you try to fix this, you did all the calling you can do, you um, worry, 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 you, you try to put things together, done all you can do, all you can do is just rest in the Lord, and the enemy don't want you to rest in the Lord, because where there's rest, there's restoration. Rest, restoration is a story. When there's rest, there's a peace. The enemy don't want us to rest in the Lord. You know, um, if you think about, I was thinking about um, growing up, and sometimes I observe this. When I see mother or father or grand father or grandmother, auntie, they have a uh, uncle. Sometimes you have, they have a child, whether it's their own or grandbaby or niece or nephew. When that child gets sleepy, it it uh, it learns, and most babies, you know, they, they spoil or, or they, you know, they have a balance. They go to that father, they go to that mother, or their grandparent. You know, if they're not with the father and mother, they have a grandparent they go to, or uh, uncle Amy. And they go to them as a little baby, and they go to them just to get rest, to get peace. And some t- the mother rocked the baby to sleep, the father or the grandparent, uh, or the auntie, you know. And that baby goes to get rest. They don't even want to be in his bed. They don't want to be in a crib or, or sleep in the, the bassinet. And a lot of times, with most babies, they will, um, they love to, to go in their parents' bed, you know. And there's a certain place that they go when they want to rest. And uh, get rocked to sleep. And now, if they go in that playpen, they're like, oh, I don't like that playpen or a certain area. But even a baby knows where to go to get rest. And they can have all their clothes on <laughs> or nothing but a pamper. They just love the rest. Put a little light blanket on them, or a light sheet, or whatever, and they rest. And even a good parent, I tell people, ah, uh, don't make no noise. I just put this baby to sleep. I go on right away from there. And when that child has got the rest it needs, it wakes up. Uh, it, you know, it desire to eat, move around, and that that child's attitude is better. Child attitude is different. It needed to rest, and and we allow, and I'm guilty. We allow all these things in this world 
to take our rest, to take our peace. And we get cranky. And we blame it on, oh, it's my hormones. Or it's, it's my job. It's my career. It's my husband. It's my wife. It's my children. It's my parents. It's this and it's that. It's, it's my vehicle. It's what I have in my portfolio of the stocks. And if I have more money. And they usually substitute people or mature things. They had more. They caress better. They allow the things of this world. We are guilty to make us cranky, to make us irritable. But one thing I have learned, everything that we have don't fade. It's going to rot. It's going. Some of us going to turn to dust. Moths are going to eat it. And sometimes family will. The, the, the things that you try to say, I guarantee that your son or daughter or your grandbaby is going to do right or other people you inherit your stuff to. We allow, just like a baby needs rest, because it's irritated, it, it wore itself out. We as Christians, Christians, need to go to the Father for rest. Say, so how do you do that? Say, so how do you cast your cares upon the Lord? That takes time. We as humans, we we love to fix stuff. We have a grown folk syndrome. Just like a two and a three-year-old think they can feed themselves and do things themselves, but you know they can't do it. And they make a mess. Now, how many of y'all witnessing two or three-year-old want to feed themselves? And they got most all the food all over the place in their stomach. It's like we are. Try to feed stuff. It's like a baby trying to feed itself. But we, we fix stuff and we make a big mess. We have no fulfillment. No satisfaction. So allow... God, allow Jesus, allow the Holy Ghost in you to guide you. The Holy Ghost is a comforter. Comfort you. That you don't make a mess. But to this day, I'll have messages everywhere. I have a mess over here. Just like um, I was watching my children when they was when I used to start walking and up, you know, up to three and four. And they have a mess in the kitchen. They have a mess with their toys. They have a mess of your, your rooms. They have all their messes. And you know they can't clean it up. 
after we clean up behind them. We say, don't you pull that out. I just clean up. And we as adults, just like those little children, and we make messes in our finances. We make messes in our marriages. We make messes in our our jobs with our children, family. We make messes in general. Some of us have messy purses, and men have a messy garage and a messy closet. But let God help you to clean it up. The Lord is the only person that can help us clean up all our little messes. So I understand Jesus said, don't be yourself as a, as a little child. Because you cannot do it alone. We try so hard to do it alone. I'm my own superman. I'm my own superwoman. I just want everybody to think about and I clean it up on your own. Amen? Amen. We're going to go into prayer before we go into the word of the Lord. Heavenly Father, we love you and we thank you for all that you have done. This is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, we just say thank you. We praise you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we thank you. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pr- in the name of Jesus, Lord, forgive us of our sins, of omission and commission. Lord, forgive us of every thought, action, and deed this day. Lord, we thank you for your daily bread. Lord, we thank you for life, health, and strength. And Father God, as I go forth in your word, that Lord, you strengthen me. Lord, I can't, cannot do anything without you. Lord, let us allow you to come in our lives. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I speak freedom in you, Father. I speak freedom in your people. I speak freedom in our emotions. I speak freedom that we'll be free in you. And Lord, we love you and we thank you. Lord, as I decrease, that you increase in me. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. We're going to go to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. And its title is Freedom in Christ. So Christ has truly, Galatians chapter 5, on at verse 1. So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free. Do not, uh, some translators say, don't get tied up again in slavery to the new law. I mean, slavery to the law. 
And Paul was talking about staying free. Uh, I run across over the years religious people. If you notice, when Jesus came on the scene in the New Testament and the Pharisees, Sadducees, they always brought up the law of Moses. But the law of Moses said this. The law of Moses said, you don't work on a Sabbath day. The law of Moses, uh, they had they always referred to the law of Moses and Jesus was on the scene. You know, and and I think about the scriptures. Jesus debated, not debated, that's not the word. Jesus always spoke the truth. He didn't, and he just spoke, he would say, you den of vipers, you hypocrites. He just spoke, spoke the truth. And religious, religious people, have enslaved God's people. Not the world. I'm talking mentally. The religious the religious spirit work hand in hand with a Jezebel spirit. And what I'm noticing I dealt with some religious spirit. You know, growing up in a Pentecostal background we had we had many rules. It's kind of like Slavery in a sense. Can't do this. You can't do that. You do this, you're going to hell. Or you wear lipstick, you're going to hell. You wear a short dress, you're going to hell. You wear tennis shoes, you're going to hell. And if I thought about it, with a religious spirit, it brings about poverty. And I didn't see the movement of God. You know, we, we went to church five or six days a week. God moved, but not fully. Because with all this, get enslaved. And what I had to learn, I had to know God for myself. I didn't want to go to another church because I just thought all of it was about, but you can't do this and we need money. One thing I learned now, you know, I you know with all the laws, what women couldn't do, what men can't do. Those people in the religious setting, you have to go to the mall, you have to go to the store, you have to take care of business. You're gonna see people dress all kind of ways. And it didn't bother me. Now, if a woman can't wear a short skirt in a church, but you got women wearing short dresses out in the world, and short dresses are not a sin. Some it's just how a person's body made and how does it fit their body. It can look very professional. You got some just good very Unprofessional, but you don't tell it to the world. Uh, uh-uh, can't work with nobody with a short skirt. Uh, uh-uh, uh, can't work with them. Oh, my boss wears short skirt. Oh, my boss wears makeup. I can't work for you. You're not gonna say that. 
you going you gonna to go and do a job and get your check. One day, retire if you desire to retire from that company. But what I'm saying, don't get caught up in religion. When you have a religious mindset, you as a person can never grow or to see things different. On yesterday, I went on an outing, and and this person was talking to me, and they said, you got to use such in a box. I say, really? Say so you're in a box. I say, I thought about the things over my life. I say, Lord, it is like me. I have my my little square. It's like, ooh, I better not get out of it. I got. Uh, I have to stay in my square. And it's in in a way, it's like when we was coming up. You know, we had dogs, and when sometimes when a dog jumps over the fence, they'll tie the dog up or chain the dog and sometimes the dog habit for a long time. Sometimes the dog will always find a way to get loose. But even a dog want to get loose. And, but in a religious spirit, you still you're free, but it's just like a dog had no chain, but it's been chained up so long, it don't know that it can walk around. So there is freedom in Christ. Verse 2, listen, I, Paul, tell you this. If you're counting on circum, circumcision, make you right with God, then Christ will be no benefit to you. I say it again, if you are trying to find favor with God and being circumcised, you must obey every regulation in the whole law of Moses. For for if you are trying to make yourself right with God, by keeping the law, you have been cut off from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. But we who live by the Spirit eagerly wait to receive by faith the righteousness God has promised us. For when we place our faith in Christ Jesus, there is no benefit in being circumcised or being uncircumcised. What is important is faith expressing itself in love. You were running the race so well. Who will hell you back from following the truth? Verse 8, if certain isn't God, for he is the one who called you to freedom. His false teaching is like a little yeast that spread through a whole batch of dough. I am trusting the Lord to keep you from believing false teaching. God will judge that person, whoever he is, who has been confusing you. Dear brothers and sisters, if I were still preaching that you be circumcised, and so say I do, why am I still being persecuted? If I were no longer preaching salvation through the cross of Christ, no one would be offended. I just wish 
that those troublemakers who make them mutilate you by circumcision would mutilate themselves. For you have been called to the freedom, to live in freedom, my brother and sister. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Then use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in its one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. And what I learned, God free you from certain things. And the enemy knows you're free. Why does the enemy sing you something to get you back in bondage? It's just like, I'm going to give you an example. When God pay a debt off for you, you say, oh, Lord, I paid off that debt. Now I can go buy that electronic I really wanted, or I can go buy that purse that I really wanted, or that um, that item that I wanted. Now God got you out of debt, but you got yourself back in debt. Again, that's how our sinful nature is. When we free for something, we go and create another debt. And you say, oh, well, why did I do that? That was silly of me. Just got out of a debt, of this major debt, and I just paid off a car. And all of a sudden, I go get a car that's more expensive. It just, for example, bought a 2017 Mercedes-Benz. And God paid it off. Now you go you go get your 2018 BMW. Or God just got you out of a bad relationship. Find yourself getting into that same relationship God freed you from. Same person, same spirit. You know, it's a saying, and I heard it from an older lady. Say, when you divorce your husband or wife, make sure you don't marry their cousin. Oh, when you divorce someone, make sure you don't marry their cousin. What does that mean? And it was a familiar spirit. You can divorce or break up with somebody. You'll marry another person just like them. Now, they just have a different face, a different body, a different hairstyle, different job. But they have the same traits of the person you just left. No, and I understand the term crazy cousin. And man, this cousin is crazy. This spirit, in other words, this spirit is more wickeder than the spirit I just left. Deal with spirits. So, 
Paul was saying is, we'll get free, but we get back in bondage. It's just like the children of Israel. They got got out of Egypt. They was oppressed for hundreds and hundreds of years. And then when they get to the the wilderness, oh, we shouldn't stay with Pharaoh. These Pharaoh fed us this. But you ain't had a day off with Pharaoh. Pharaoh did not honor the things of God. And we as humans feel like freedom is almost like a curse. You ever say, oh, I just feel so free. What's wrong? Oh, I feel so free. What's wrong with me? I'm just so free. We find things to create bondages in our life. Because we feel like we don't deserve to have that much freedom. We don't deserve that. That is too much freedom. We as children of God get ourselves in those same pits because we don't want to walk in freedom. You know, sometimes I watch different shows and different thrillers and movie movie thrillers and documents. And, you know, I watch different things. You say, man, they got out of that. Why do they want to get back into it? I remember a time I didn't understand this. I was getting out of a bad marriage. It was years ago. And and the leader came to me. And she said, Larry, I understand if you want to go back to that person. I no, why? She said, well, I understand. Sometimes you leave a person, but you want them back. I understand if you want them back. No, no, I'm fine. I don't want them back. It was years ago. I never understood. So it bothered me for years. I'm like, why? She said that. So the Holy Ghost gave me some history. And this leader... I left a, a marriage and, you know, and a domestic violent marriage. And went through all sorts of things. And at five, some years later, she tried to get back with that person. And she was talking to that person and trying to get back with him in the hope that they would change. And and, and it took years. Say, why? Because some people can't take freedom. But, but Jesus freed you, so you got to walk in it. 
frees you. You have to walk in it. I never understood until now. And I understand what Paul was saying. You're free. Don't go back to sinful nature. A lot of times we get out of one situation, we get ourselves in another situation. And we feel like, okay, Lord, if I set some stuff off, maybe I'll be whole. That's what the Pharisees and the, and the chief priests was telling the people. You gotta, you gotta cut this off. You gotta get and like remind the people that Paul and Jesus were dealing with. They only look from a natural perspective of life. They never see things spiritual. Well, you gotta go through these ten steps or these hundred steps. But they were still trying to keep them bound up. Verse 13, and we'll read to 15. But you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. We'll read and repeat this again. Do not use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. They use your freedom to serve one another in love, but a whole law can be summed up in one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. Stay free. You know the saying, misery loves company. Was my misery, miser, miserable? They'll try to pull everyone down that's around them. Because they're not free. They ain't free. They make sure. That no one around them will be free. They always nagging and cackling and creating mess. I'm gonna take this person. I'm gonna destroy this person. We're destroying one another. When you're free, stay free. Don't get caught up in the life and sinful nature. Not get caught up. Stay free. God free you from a situation. Stay free. Stay free. Analyze. God and and I'm gonna tell you this. It's nothing wrong with praying for your children, your grandchildren, your nieces and nephews. But God got you. It's certain parts that God would get us out of our children's lives, whether it's handicapping them or put them in places that that child don't trust God or not walking where they should be. might need my help. You're not their God. You're not their God. But that job can't do it without me, Lord. I think I need to go back. God free you from job. Don't go back. 
I had a dream I was, uh-uh, don't go back. God free you from situations. Don't go back. God deliver you from addictions. Don't go back. Don't go back. Don't go back. Now I'm going to ask you one thing to go back to. Go back to your first love with Christ, to your first love with God. That's the only thing I'm going to tell you to go back to. Go back to your first love. And God allow you, God allow you to fix a situation, to go to a situation and fix it. That's a different thing. You need to repent, reconcile. That's different. It's repairing things. When God tell you to go back, to say you need to forgive, you need to let things go, it's to repair things so you can go on. Amen. Amen. I thank God for everybody that's here. Thank God for you. Thank God. So I just want to tell everybody, stay delivered. Stay free. Stay humble. Stay going forward in the things of God. Do anyone want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord? It's important that you do that. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Next week is not promised to you. But give your life, dedicate your life back to, to the Lord. Life to the Lord. Dedicate your life to the Lord. Tomorrow is not promised to no one. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I need you. I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for dying on the cross. For my sins. For my sins. Open the door. Open the door. Of my life. Of my life. Receive you as Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Give me eternal life. Give me eternal life. Take control. Take control. Of the throne. Of the throne. Of my life. Of my life. Make me the kind of person. Make me the kind of person. 
want me to be. You want me to be. Amen. I just thank God for everybody done that, and I encourage you to I encourage you to uh, get your Bible. Start off in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I encourage you to uh, find a local church in your area. I also encourage you to attend Bible study if that church offers. Amen. And I also encourage you. And one more thing I want to add. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I receive the Holy Ghost. I receive the Holy Ghost. Baptized with fire. Baptized with fire. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And I also encourage you to stay with God. And I encourage you. To find, always find someone who's a, who's stronger in the things Amen. of God. Yes, you know, God, God will lead you. Lord will guide you. Amen. 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 I thank God for, for you giving your life to the Lord or rededicating your life to the Lord. And also, Amen. I just want everybody to stay with God. Mm-hmm. Stay with them. Don't lose hope. Don't lose faith. But stay with God. Amen. You know, stay with them. And I'm going to just tell you this. It's not going to be easy. No, it's not. But you will make it. Amen. 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 Don't make it. I remember this song growing up. Um, um, I think it was Jimmy Baker and Tammy Baker. It said, you're going to make it. I'm not no singer. You're going to make it. And I used to, as a child, they, I used to hear that song a whole lot. Oh, that song irritates me. And as I got older, I used to, I'm singing it now. Mm-hmm. You're going to make I'm it. We all is. You're going to make it. And that song, I remember coming up, my mom used to, you know, have that, I always had uh, things of God on. And I used to, she, they used to sing it early in the morning before we go, like, go to school. And it just, uh, just, just stuck with me for years. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But we're going to make it, amen. Do anyone have any testimonies? Any testimonies? Anyone have any testimonies? Amen. Praise the Lord. You can press one. You want to share something. Amen. Press one. 
Amen. Any prayer requests? Hello? Yes. Oh. Um, I thank God for that word. I missed the uh, description coming from, but um, when you were Galatians speaking about... chapter uh, is from Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, 1-15. All right. I like to write mine out every week before I have it in my special tablet. But I thank you for that that kind, encouraging word because I had a very important situation this weekend. I went to my mom's first cousin's funeral. She was 97 years old, and I praise God. She raised 11 children. She had over 34 great-grandchildren, 23 great-great-grandchildren, I think it was 12 or 13 great, 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 great grandchildren. I thank God. When I went to that home going funeral yesterday, you know, it was just beautiful. It wasn't a funeral. It was just wisdom and knowledge up in that family gathering. But anyway, um, the situation went, went through with my family. One of my sisters had a controlling spirit in the family, want everything to go her way. But yesterday, Prophet Larry, I, I saw him let to go, but God said go. I had to release something. So after the, 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 the program was over, we, we walked outside. My sister, she was standing in the lobby. I know she was waiting for me. She gave me a hug. I hugged her back, spoke to her, showed love. Then I went outside. My brother was there. <clears throat> See, people walk around and spread ungodly words between other people because they're jealous of a gift. But anyway, I grabbed my brother, hugged him tight, and I said what the, my apostle of the church I go to told us to say. Forgive me if I say anything wrong, but it's in the Bible. He said, Spirit, get the hell up out of here. And I said it. And said it with love, and I told them, enough is enough. I'm tired of this mess in the family. Now get yourself right and get it right and focus on God. I said, this mess is going to call for It's time to clean your slate and get your life straightened out because tomorrow is not promised to. Amen. And I felt so much better. And I held my brother as tight as I could hold him. Because I know he was getting ready to cry. But I let him know. I had love in my heart. And it's time to get ourselves together. Ten to some years old. You better make sure that everything is all right with our first love. I love my sister Jesus. And I try to help. And focus on doing things right and saying the right things. I ask God every day, put the words in my mouth that I need to give to somebody else. I don't want to be wrong, though. You give me the words to say. And I thank the Lord that I touched somebody yesterday, and it was in my family. So they can keep pressing for the high call of Jesus Christ. Because man is not going to help you to get to heaven. You better make sure you get your own self there. 
because people are leaving this world quick and fast. Tomorrow's not promised to us. But I praise Amen. and glorify God for this special church yesterday. I really do. Hey, I'm going to tell you this, and that's true. And I just want to tell you, Mother, you, you be encouraged. And also, I'm going to tell you this, Mother. Um, when God shows you certain things in your life, and this is for everybody, mm-hmm. do not run from it. Amen. And there's stuff in our lives that we run from. Say, Lord, I can't deal with it. Well, you better deal with That's it. Right. Because That's we don't right. know death is around the corner. Amen. That's right. Amen. Death is around the corner. Amen. I give honor Amen. to God for everybody that's on here, and I give God praises and honor. Yes, and amen. I give God the glory. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm coming to a close. Coming to a close. Amen. Thank God. Yes, ma'am. I need your address once again, please. Yes, ma'am. If anyone want to send a donation or you can send a, a, a encouragement card, or, mm-hmm. you know, um, and this is my address. It's uh, Power of Prayer. Well, you can just put uh, Prophet Larry. Honore H O N O R A Junior, mm-hmm. and my address is the address for the church is P O Box two zero zero two Cypress C Y P R E S S Cypress Texas seven seven four one zero, and um, and uh, if you if God lead you how to be a blessing, be a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I have people send me encouragement cards of different things, and I'm grateful. So Amen. that's Amen. my address. And the email address is powerprayer at hotmail.com. It's powerofprayer at hotmail.com. And if you have a prayer request that's personal, or things you want to uh, discuss, you can email me at powerprayerhotmail.com. I do check mm-hmm. my email at least once to twice a day. So if I don't get your email, don't feel offended. I always check at least once or twice a day. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Hey, uh, thank God for everything. Yes, ma'am. Before you go out, uh, I have a situation where it's been going on a long time. Uh, okay, I'm gonna tell you what your situation. Hold on, but uh, give me. I'm gonna pray for your situation, but give me what you need prayer for, cause uh, I don't. But no, I, would, I know. Uh, oh, go ahead. But be brief with it. Uh-huh. I don't. Don't tell all your business. Okay. Go ahead. Right. Let me just. Let me just uh, <laughs> uh, mail it to you with okay. hotmail.com. Yeah, yeah, because it's personal. Yeah, uh, right. something you're dealing with. Please use yeah. wisdom. Amen. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen, everyone. But I thank God for everybody that's here.
Mm-hmm. And we're coming to a close. And Lord's will, I'll be here next Sunday at 7.30 Central Standard Time, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. But I'm going to close mm-hmm. in prayer. Heavenly Father, we love you and we thank you for this day. Lord, I pray that your word will penetrate our hearts. Lord, create us a clean heart, of Lord, and renew the right spirit. And Lord, I pray blessings over everyone on this line. I pray blessings over their mind, over their heart, and over their spirit, man. And Lord, deliver their soul from hell. Deliver their mind from the things of this world. And Father God, I speak release of blessings. Lord, I thank you that you relieve your people from bondage of debt, from addiction to uh, even hard-heartedness in the name of Jesus, even our hearty spirit. And, Lord, we love you, and, Lord, we thank you. Lord, I speak greatness, Lord. I thank you for supernatural miracles. And, Lord, after they get the miracles, they have learned how to manage in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you, and, Lord, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, we bind and rebuke every spirit of uh, backlash and retaliation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I want to tell you about good night. Be blessed that Jesus loves you, and I do too. Good night, everyone. Love you. Love y'all. Okay. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.